Who cares? Who's your cause? Discord show, Google Podcast app, Podcast app, Radio, Tune Radio, the Podcast app. You can Spotify and go overcast. Here we go. It's the Carson Court Show. Beautiful Monday in Virginia Beach. It's the Carson Court Show where the scale is always tipped in favor of sports. Here we go. It is a beautiful Monday in Virginia Beach. All right. Well, let me start with this because this is interesting. So, um... You know, there was a few preseason games that were very interesting to me this weekend, but I want to start with this. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills for a second. And they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is what I find interesting about Buffalo. Um, they, they, Josh Allen, their starters played the first quarter. They couldn't score a point. And, and all their starters played, the, at least a good bit of them, in the first quarter. And this is my that was my concern for Buffalo. Way too reliant on Josh Allen. The Bills win when he plays good. The Bills lose when he plays average to okay. That's the problem. Very noisy training camp. And and it's almost cross your fingers. And uh it, and it was almost like this with the Lakers last year, right? AD, cross your fingers. This team goes as far as he goes. Kawhi Leonard, cross your fingers. Providing he doesn't get hurt. When you have to cross your fingers and hope that a team or player plays good, the team is not winning the Super Bowl. That's how I feel about the Bills. Couldn't score a point with their starters. And and it's just that's my that was my concern. That's what and I, this is why to me they're no no more than a wild card contender. It's concerning, right? And I just sit back and I and I watch the Bills Saturday night, and I watch the Bills last weekend, and I don't see a. I just don't see a lot of it. Right, you get it with Kansas City, you get it with Cincinnati, San Francisco, Philadelphia. I gave my tears Friday. If you haven't missed it, I have Buffalo as a wild card contender. Why? Way too reliant on Josh Allen. Way too one dimensional. Don't run. Can't have a running game. The only time Buffalo can run is first and ten. Second and ten, you know they're gonna throw it. Everyone knows on third down, people throw. I just I don't see a lot of special in Buffalo. I think at best they're a wild card contender. Uh, I mean, if you look at Josh Allen's stats from last night's game, of Saturday night's game, excuse me. There's just there's just not a lot there, and I just this was my concern. With Josh Allen, with the Buffalo Bills, and this is just what you get. So we'll see what happens. I just, I, I talked to Mike about this. I talked to a lot of people about this. I watched the Bills, and you know, you just, it's almost. And if you look at the division, like Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to have a perfect game. Delvin Cook will carry the team. Tua doesn't have to have a perfect game. 
Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle just needs to step up. Um, you know, that division is so interesting. Miami is Miami is so good that one or two really good players don't have to play well and they still win. Uh, and I, the Jets, like I said, Aaron Rodgers. This is why older quarterbacks like running games. He he would bell him out. Aaron, the Jets would still win without Aaron without Aaron Rodgers having an amazing game. The Bills aren't like that. Josh Allen has to throw for many yards for Buffalo to be able to win this game. The Buffalo is way too reliant on Josh Allen. I just don't see it. This is why they're a wild card team. If you go ahead, look at the highlights from that game. If you missed it, look at the, the Josh Allen played the whole first quarter. The game was over at halftime. I mean, it's just, I just that's that's why I, I, this is why preseason matters a little bit. Is and I understand what you, that's what Bills fans are gonna say. Well, it's just preseason. Preseason matters a little bit because the teams show you the teams. This is what you you are. The Jets, the Patriots, this is what Green Bay, New England, this is what teams are. Buffalo is a team that is way too reliant on Josh Allen, way too one-dimensional, don't run, few good receivers, noisy, lost pieces on defense, and if Josh Allen doesn't have a good game, game's over. That game, that Pittsburgh game was over at halftime. Josh Allen and the Bills offense could not get up points. That's why I have them at right around 11 and 6. This is the Bills. You can't you can't you have to have a running game. You just have to. Buffalo doesn't. This is who they are. This is what they are. This is they, the only way they win games is if Josh Allen throws 50 times and looks very efficient in the throwing. He would be exhausted by the playoffs. This is why they're no more than a wild card team, and a team like Miami or Kansas City will knock them out in the first round. I just don't trust the Bills. Look at the highlights. That's what they are. All right, well, it's very interesting uh, to me this baseball season, and one team in particular, the New York Yankees. I didn't think the Yankees were going to go to the World Series, but I did think they would get into the American League Conference Finals uh, Series or American League Finals Series. They're not getting to the playoffs. Um, and the reason, I mean, and, and, and there's going to be a lot of moves happening, probably involving um, Aaron Boone and the front office of the Yankees. It's going to be a rebuild offseason. Big moves are coming. And what's interesting about this is huge markets, Lakers, Yankees, Stillers, maybe the Lightning, are huge markets. It's championship or bust. That's what it is. You get winning cultures, Braves, Dodgers, Yankees, Steelers, Lakers. It's championship or bust. And the Yankees, the last... 15 years, 20 years have been very good, not excellent. They've been very good. Won to a couple World Series, won a couple World Series in the last 20 years. Um, but the one thing that's different this year 
and I think it's a huge wake-up call to the Yankees, is all they've done the last 20 years outside of a couple World Series is going to the American League Finals. That is a huge... Remember, I said this a long time ago about Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback, certainly future Hall of Famer, uh, maybe the most one of the most, you know, accurate throwing quarterbacks I've ever seen, certainly top five quarterback, potentially top seven in history. Um, but I said this a lot about him. He just, he's, if, if the Yankees were an athlete, they would be Aaron Rodgers. Really good regular season, can win you some playoff games, maybe a World Series, but the best they've been in the last few years is American League Finals. And I think this is a huge wake-up call, and I don't think it's Aaron Boone. I mean, if you look at the payrolls, this is an off year in baseball, right? Padres, huge payroll. Uh, um, Mets, huge payroll. Astros, Phillies, Yankees, all three huge payrolls, and one team is doing exceptionally well, the Astros. That's it. So it's a, it's a complete off year in baseball. Small market teams, Diamondbacks, uh, John, you know, teams like that, teams that you know, don't have the greatest history the last few years are the ones that are really in Baltimore, uh, are the ones that are really interesting. Toronto, uh, so I, it is an off year. So I that's why usually I say if a team is full of talent and they're still not winning, then look at the manager or coach. I don't feel that way about the Yankees. I think a lot of pieces don't fit um, with the Yankees. I think it just needs a roster rebuilt. This is why I said go after Otani, trade for Otani, put down an offer for Otani. Sure, it's going to be trouble. I think outbidding the Dodgers. The Dodgers are going to come in huge for Otani. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Otani could get eight to ten years, seven hundred and fifty million somewhere in there. Huge con. This might be one of the biggest contracts in baseball history here this offseason for Otani. Yankees can't obviously compete with that after what they're paying Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Uh, I mean, what they're paying um, Judge. But try, and and I do think they will. I don't think it's necessarily an Aaron Boone problem, but this is the last 20 years. This is what the Yankees have been one, maybe two World Series, really good regular season team, struggle in the playoffs, can't get past the Astros. And that's Aaron Rodgers the last 15 years. Really good regular season quarterback, two MVPs back to back. One Super Bowl, week NFC. If the Yankees were a player in the NFL, they would be Aaron Rodgers. But I don't think it's an Aaron Boone issue, but it should be a wake-up call to the Yankees. Again, Dodgers, Lakers, Steelers, Lightning, Yankees, huge cultures, winning. And when you're not winning... Fans get impatient. Look at look how many coaches the Lakers have gone through the last few years. Frank Vogel, just on and on. Look at look and 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 it is a huge winning culture right with the Lakers. Dodgers fans were upset. No World Series. 
huge winning cultural. Um, very impatient fans with the Yankees. They like to win. I'm just saying, big market teams, Yankees, Dodgers, Lakers, Steelers, Lightning, when they're not winning, they get very upset. And I do think Aaron Boone probably will get fired. Is it the right move or not? That's the question they have to ask themselves. But when I sit back and I look at the stats that the Yankees have done the last 20 years, it's a lot of American League losses in the a lot of losing to Houston or losing to an American League Finals opponent in the American League Finals Woods the in the American League Finals series. That's that's what they've been the last 20 years and it's really starting to a bloom on them now that they're not going to make the playoffs. All right. Um it is interesting because I do think it's an off year in baseball. I mean, Mets Padres, Phillies, Yankees, those are four really high payrolls that have very been very disappointing the la- this season. Then you look at Houston, who has a very high payroll that's starting to pick up. But I said this before about baseball. You, there's two teams that I would keep my eye on. Well, I think Atlanta's winning the World Series. I think they're by far the best team in baseball. Then after Atlanta, you have the next category, Dodgers playing pretty good. And then the two teams I would keep my eye on in the American League to make some noise, Toronto and Baltimore, two smaller market teams. So this is it's almost, and then of course, the Diamondbacks, as I said, as I thought, would come back to earth. They've definitely come back to earth. But there's just a lot of these teams that are are really interesting. Small market teams. So it is a different, interesting year in baseball. But it should be a wake-up call to the Yankees. And it's amazing because, again, Rams now you could put in this category. Tampa Bay, um, Stillers, Dodgers for sure. Lakers, Yankees. Um, for those for sure. Maybe Kansas City, New England now, the Patriots. Those are the teams in sports. Certainly the top three, Dodgers, Lanky, Dodgers Yankees, Stillers, Lakers. Those are the definitely the four teams. Standards championship. And when you don't get, when you don't get there, I've always found that interesting about those four franchises. All right. Um, well, coming up, I, find, I, I, I think Jacksonville and Seattle are the two most, it's, they're, they're, they're a lot alike, it's the Jaguars and Seahawks, I'll explain why next, college football is right around the corner, uh, I'm going to give you, uh, I mentioned this before, my, my championship is LS, I mean, my championship is Ohio State, Alabama. I think no question of the top two teams in the country. Um, there's two or three that I would really watch. And then there's two or three that people really like that I would watch to be really bad. I'll go over them next. Um, maybe I'll do my, uh, like I did for the NFL Friday, maybe I'll do a tears for college football this week. Certainly top five college football teams Friday. 
but maybe I would do a tier list for college football teams. Because I do think there's two or three. I, take Alabama and Ohio State out because those two are my championship contenders. Outside of those two, there's two or three that I think will be really, really interesting, really, really good. And then there's two or three that people like that I think will be really, really bad. So it's an interesting year in college football. I'll talk about that next. It's the Carson's Court Show on a Friday, on a Monday in Virginia Beach. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show final segment of the day still to come. So let's say this, for example. Uh, I, I believe this. I think the Jaguars Seahawks are both very interesting. Many people think Geno Smith, questionable. We'll see what happens. I think he's still going to be a really good, decent quarterback. I still think Seattle is going to be a really good team and, my guess, make the playoffs. The Jaguars, I think, are very interesting as well because they're going to win their division. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they could be a sneaky number one seed because they get to go up against Tennessee, Indianapolis, and Houston. Uh, that accounts for six games of their schedule. Very easy six games. Divisional games, you know, teams do know each other better, but I still think it'll be still somewhat of an easier six games than, you know, say Baltimore, for example. Um, and then it's, it's and then I, I both like Doug Peterson, the Jaguars head coach, uh, and, and I do like uh, Pete Carroll, the Seahawks head coach. So it is. Again, both really young quarter. Jack, of course, Trevor is very young. Geno Smith, somewhat, somewhat young. Uh, both have, I think, really good coaches. I think both are going to be really interesting and both really good. I don't think Seattle is going to make a ton of noise in the postseason. I could, I would look for Jacksonville to win a game, a lot like last year. Um, but I, I don't think Seattle is going to make a ton of noise. But I do think that Seattle is good enough to get a wild card, my guess is probably a sixth seed. Um, it's interesting, right? Um, because I, I do think uh, Jacksonville is – I said this a few years ago. I think Jack, Jacksonville is on their way to the Super Bowl. I think Seattle is good now. I almost think it's, it's interesting because if San Francisco – if this thing goes really, really interesting – Seattle is a really good like I don't trust the Rams and I don't I think Arizona is going to be a mess so I think it's it's coming down to San Francisco and Seattle I would still say San Francisco is 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 going to win that division but uh Seattle's a really good number wild card team I think so both very interesting to me both going to make the playoffs both have really good quarterbacks both have really good coaches that I both that I like and trust, and I think both are going to be really interesting this year. All right, coming up, college football, it's the Carson's Court Show. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show, final segment of the day. Here we go. So college football uh, is, is right around the corner, and uh, here's the um, – well, I won't list all of them to you, but I'll list the top ten uh, NCAA football rankings. You can find this on Google, wherever Safari – College football. Here we go. AP top 25. Very interesting to me. I'll break it down in a few minutes. We have Georgia at one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, Alabama four, 
LSU 5, USC 6, Penn State 7, Florida State 8, Clemson 9, Washington 10. So that's, that's the AP top 10. Um, I think Georgia takes a step back, uh, one, because I think they lost a ton, ton of offensive pieces and a ton of defensive pieces, especially the defensive line. I think Michigan, Ohio State, and Alabama, I think they all three make the playoffs. That leaves me with one more playoff team left. And I really would keep my eye on, I said this the other day, on one or two teams, especially right between 6 and 10 on this list. USC, I think, is going to be really good. I think Caleb Williams is going to be really, really good. And I think USC, I, I like Lincoln Riley. I think USC, even though they lost a few offensive pieces, uh, especially wide receiver Addison, I still think USC is enough to maybe make the playoffs. I would also look at Penn State. I think they're, they have a young quarterback that I like. Uh, I don't really buy into Florida State. Uh, that much. I think they're going to be a good team, maybe right around 15 or 16. Um, I just, I don't buy into them a lot. I would keep my eye on Clemson at nine. Uh, again, I usually, if you get the coach, Alabama with, uh, uh, and Ohio state with, with Ryan day and, uh, USC with Lincoln Riley, Penn state with Franklin. Um, usually if you can get the coach, right. And then, but and but what's interesting to me is our is especially USC has the quarterback and the coach Lincoln Riley and uh, Caleb Williams. So I think USC would be my team. I would also keep an eye on, like I said, Penn State, Clemson, Washington. I think they could be all three really good. Um, I just don't buy that much into Florida, and I don't buy that much into. Uh, yeah, I think LSU is going to be good. I don't think they're going to be great. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'll give my top five, but I guarantee you Georgia, Georgia probably is five or six, maybe, maybe four. Um, but you got to remember the, the thing that USC has going for them is it's, is outside of Oregon and Washington, the PAC 12 is pretty weak, right? Um, the SEC is so good. Uh, you have Alabama, LSU. Um, you know, Texas, Tennessee, uh, that's just all in the top 20. And then you go out the, out of the top 20, Texas A&M, the big 10 has Michigan, Ohio state, Penn state. Um, and Iowa, that's it. And then you look at the pac 12, it has, USC, Washington, Oregon, Oregon State, who I don't think is going to be that great, and that's it. And I'm sorry, the Big Ten also has Wisconsin. The ACC has uh, Florida State, Clemson, uh, North Carolina, and that's it. So if you look, the SEC going away, Georgia, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, Georgia, Alabama, LSU. Uh, you know, Tennessee, Texas, by far has the most. So I, I think that's the one thing Georgia has going against them, that USC has going for them, Clemson has going for them. Uh, so, you know, I would say based on scheduling and all kinds of stuff, Penn State, Clemson, 
and USC are the three that I think will be really good, as well as Washington. I think Georgia takes a step back. Uh, I think LSU, I don't think they're the fifth best team in the country. I would put them, what, eight or nine. And um, I think Oregon is going to be good, not great. Uh, and I, I think Carolina, UNC, this is the final really good year under May. I think once he leaves, I think they're going to have recruiting issues and all kinds of stuff. Um, but I really think Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, USC, Penn State, Clemson, and Washington, those are the teams I would look to be really, really good. A lot of them from 6 to 10. Uh, I think Georgia and LSU kind of uh, that are in the top five are kind of my overrated a little bit. Georgia especially. Um, I think is I think Georgia's going to be really, really good. Uh, but I think LSU's probably a little bit more overrated at five. I would put them more at seven or eight. Um, Georgia's that one, though, that I think will, will be a bubble team, five or six. Maybe they'll make the playoffs. Maybe not. I mean, I, I just think Georgia takes one step back. I, I still think they'll be really elite. But again, the SEC is really tough. Well, the Pac-12, ACC, Big Ten much more weaker so teams like usc penn state clemson uh washington will will make i think a jump towards the playoffs as well so college football very excited this year but those are the teams i'll talk more about them during the week um but yeah wisconsin oregon state i just don't buy tcu is going to be interesting they lost a lot of pieces into the nfl draft but tcu Oregon, Notre Dame, those would be the ones that are really interesting to me. Um, Iowa, I think they they constantly are throwing pieces. They'll be interesting. Uh, UNC under May, I will watch because, you know, I want to see how this kid does. Uh, very interesting. But, again, those are the two that really stand out to me, Georgia, LSU, top, both in the top five in AP, top 25, both top five teams that I think – Especially LSU is more like eight or nine. Georgia maybe five or six. Um, and teams like Washington, Clemson, Penn State, USC, I think will be much better than like Washington's ten, Clemson's nine, Penn State seven, USC six. I think USC is somewhat close to six. I think they're more five or four. Penn State more five or six. Clemson more six or seven. Washington maybe seven or eight. So I do think they move up a little bit. I think Washington and Clemson, I think the, uh, especially Washington, I think could be really good. I, Washington's almost my under the radar. Uh, and I think USC, I don't know how under the radar they would be, but they're another really good team that I think uh, could make the playoffs. But, you know, just looking at these, the, that's what I get. I, I think college football is going to be very interesting this year. Well, thank you for listening to the College Court Show. I do not own the copyrights to the final countdown by Europe, which is our intro song. But thank you for listening. We will talk more tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Carson's Court Show on a Monday. Have a great day. It's the Carson's Court Show. Talk more tomorrow.